0: Okay, so, um, this is actually, maybe I'll just, you know, it's, it's a little bit short, my fault, but uh, maybe I'll address the question that you asked me, I think, that Zach asked me, like, last week. I think it was. So, on Heim Abbez, so the Mishnah of Heim is talking about the halacha of Edom Zoyman, that the halacha of Edom Zoyman kicks in only after the Gemar Din, right? After, uh, you know, the Bez and Pasch is the halacha. Mm-hmm. But the Mishnah says a qualification that, as follows. Mishnah says, Ena Eidim Zamin Edim Eidin are only killed, with, let's say the, you know it's a capital case, Achi Din, right, until there's a gmar Din. So the Bezin has to Paskin's, you know, again Edim Zemu come and say uh, Reuven killed Shimon. So Bezin has to Paskin based on that the Ruvin is Chaimisa, and then the Edim Zeman will be killed. Sure, it's Dukim Aimrim, says the Mishnah, because the dukim say even further, the Dukim say Achi Yaharik. That the only time eden Zaymen are killed, if what is if not just the, the best in that Reuven is Chaimimim, so they actually go through with it and kill Reuven. Shenemar, and the source for the tzedukim is because it says in pasuk nefesh tachas nefesh or, or nefesh Benefesh. The pasuk says leisach um, that don't have rachmanas in the Aiden Zaymen nefesh Benefesh, Ayn ayin So they 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 think that that means literally that Reuven was killed, so the eden Zaymen get killed. But Amal Chachamim, but the Chum respond, no no no, haloik that you should do to the Edom what they planned to do to their brother. The indication being that they planned on doing it, but they didn't follow through with it. In other words, the Bezdin didn't actually kill Reuven. So if the Chum disagree, then no, no, no. They don't, the, 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 the opposite. That if Reuven is actually killed, then that's not Zamam, and they actually would not be killed if the Bezdin followed through with the Psakh. So, so what does it mean then? soul for a soul, so therefore the Chacham explained that in that that Pesach tells you that you might think that even after they testify, even if there's no psak, that Reuven is Chayiv Misa, that would be enough for them to be killed as Eden Zayman. So that's what it says, Tam Nefesh for Nefesh, that what? That there has to be a Pesach that Reuven is Chayiv Misa, but if they fell through the Psak and they actually killed Reuven in Vesden, then Eden Zaymin would actually get off. And that's what the Gemara says. Tana, is a said that uh, Baribi, Omer Baribi used to uh, said, Loy hargu Narogin, oh. That if Ruven is not killed, that's when the Simon get killed. At least if there's a pesach, but hargu. But if they actually, if the bezin fall through with it and kill Ruven, ain't ne'arogen. The Zaymon are not killed. That's the Gemara goes through. Now. Zach asked me a question, I think it was last week, no? That you asked me, why, why are we focusing on the Tzeduchim? Like, it's a or whatever. Just get to the point. The point is that we make the drushes, that we have Nefesh on the Nefesh, which indicates that something should have happened. On the other hand, it's Kasher Zamam las Lauchiv. So you put it together, Gemara Din, and not actually killing Ruve. Okay, what's it? But more than that, in the Gemara, a little bit later on, before the next Mishnah, the Gemara brings a whole brisa, um, Tanya. So it's, what is it, two, four, six, about eight lines before the Mishnah. The Gemara says Tanya, Amrav um, ben Arab ben He says like he's putting, he's 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 making an oath. He's like, uh, you know, cursing himself that I shouldn't see the Achami, I shouldn't see Mashiach, I shouldn't see any comfort. Em zaymim, says Rabbi Yehuda ben taboy that he was praising himself over the fact that he that he was Zaycha to kill Ineid Zaymin, who testified, again, let's see, in a capital case, even without the Bezin following through and killing but At least they passed in the Ruveng's Chayiv Misa. L'haitzim livin shal And he did this in order, and he was proud of it, in order to show that the tzidukim are wrong. So I remember that the tzidukim say, Eineid Zaymin na Rogin Achi Yarek, the are only killed when the person that they're passing on is actually also killed. And that's what he's, he, and he's proud that he killed the Neid even before that happened, Davka before that happened. And then the more goes on, and and disagree that there's, you know, he, it's, it's a nice idea to prove the Zayman wrong, but it has to follow with the uh, regular rules. And he didn't uh, do it properly. He one aid. Yeah, it was only one age. I mean, right. So it's, uh, the truth is, the Me'iri over there in this Gemara explains that Rav Yudabin like knew that also. But uh, but he felt that we have this. They have these cases of Hiroshah that evidently, where there's a lesson that the community needs. Mm-hmm. So the Bezin has the right to go out of the regular, you know, jurisdiction of Halacha to do this because that's what the community, that's what the Tzibur needs to hear. And the only reason why shim Ben Shetach disagreed is because if you're going to do that with capital punishment you got to be very, very confident and very certain that this is absolutely necessary. And since Shem and Shetach was the God al-Dar, he, what he was saying is that, like, I don't feel that this was absolutely necessary. And to that degree, you' ben like, was doing shuvah. I know that's not the point of the Shem. I mean, yeah, yeah. But, but taking one, you know, to, and then and then Edim Zomim, I mean, it seems interesting that you'd pick... You say, we don't want to show that the Dukmar right about this, so we're going to take another Use tenet this... of Edim Zomim and totally destroy it. Yeah, it's that. a funny zah. It's a funny okay. zag. Yeah, it's a funny zag. Well, I, I mean, a little bit on this side also. I mean, part of the issue with the is that they didn't. The, the, the issue with is they didn't believe in tarshbal right? So it's like a. So this idea of the bezdin having this hirusha quality is probably the greatest example of tarshbal peh. So in that way, show maybe me. that's what's showing that. But uh, but it's a good it's a good it's a good point anyway. So but just going back, what you see from this Bryce is similar, which is that there's some, Indian dafkut eden zayim in lahitzi shal that they, you know to to really show that they're wrong. Like what's this. Fixation on sedukim regarding this halacha. Okay, so it's like this: when the when we when we first learned is the first year, we, we we had together. So we were, we went through the different shitas and the Rasha'inim in terms of what is the side of the punishment of eden Zayman, What's the content of eden Zayman. So, in 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 chazal, what we saw, and even the Rasha'inim, is that ultimately, ultimately. According to most opinions, the concept of the punishment of Eden Zayman is a punishment because of the avera of leisana. There's a avera of not testifying falsely, and Eden Zayman obviously testified falsely. Maybe even more than that, not just testifying falsely, but they also uh, They 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 um, they caused a. Um, a perversion and a confusion of judgment, of justice, that the guy who was supposed to be a tzaddik is now called the Rasha, and vice versa. And so that's the issue, and therefore, if you do Eden Zayman. Now, by the Tzadukim, the Tzadukim, the shita of the Tzadukim that felt that the only time you get uh, an Aiden Zayman is killed is when they actually fell through with it and killed Ruvein. What's the shot? If you ask the Tzadukim then, like, what, why is the concept of Aiden Zayman? Why are Aiden Zayman killed? Well, they would tell you, the reason why the Eden are killed is because they killed Reuven. I didn't actually strangle Reuven, but because of your testimony, Lemaissa, Reuven was killed. That's good enough. That's called you killed Reuven. And that's why they're holding the Eden are only killed when they actually, not just a psak, a psak is whatever. The point is until Reuven, if Reuven is actually killed, then that's on you. That's on the Now, in Halacha, we hold, when it comes to capital cases for sure, that that's called a grotma. At most, that's called a grama. If I do something which is going to cause the bezdin to go through Rishas v'chakiras, and they don't figure out the truth, right, which is maybe a little bit on them, and they ended up killing Reuven, there's no question about it that that's not, that's not me. That's called a grama. And so the makhlak is so therefore, since the death of Reuven, should, can only be seen, as far as Edim Zaymin is concerned, as a grama, which al Allah the way we hold, is that that person's not obligated, you're, maybe in shemaim whatever, but you're definitely not punished in court because of a grama. So because of us, so in our perspective, the fact that the Zamin are killed has nothing to do with the fact that Reuven actually, actually was killed. It's not like Ritzicha, What's the issue? The issue is, obviously, not because of Ritzicha, The issue is Laisana. The issue is the false testimony. In which case, it's regardless of whether or not Reuven was actually killed in Bezden, he was paskind to, to be Chayad Nisa. That's called a perversion of justice. That's called a completion of Laisana. That's called the shleimus of, of testifying falsely. So in other words, when all the dust settles, what's happening is, is that what you see in this machleke, so to speak, between the tzedukim and the Chachamim, is this issue of grama. Do we say that if I if if I do something which gairum which has a grama you know an effect that ultimately leads to the death of Reuven is that called ritzicha? Am I responsible for that as if I did it with my own hands? That would be the shita that's And because of that, when you look at Eden Zaymen and they're killed, your initial reaction will be why Why is a person ever killed? Like okay, testifying falsely is an avera, but so with to such a degree, the initial reaction is because they killed someone. Where'd they kill someone? Well, that's the point. Therefore, the, therefore the, 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 the tzadu can believe the only time that eights are killed is if it followed through with the death of Ruvein. and then that's called, that's called Ritzicha. But, but that's assuming, again, that grama is something that you'd be obligated for, right? But if according to the Chachamim, that what, that Gramma were not obligated for, then when you're looking at the capital case of Eden Zayman, it's obviously not because of Ritzicha, because it's never a case of Ritzicha. Even if Rudin is ultimately killed, it's not because of actual the Aver Ritzicha. The Eden Zayman didn't do that. And so then, anyway, you're, it's not because of Loisir it's because of Loisana, obviously. It's because of testifying falsely. And then in that case, there's no reason for us to be so uh, shocked by the fact that. That the Edom Zaymin will be killed, even if Reuven is not killed, or maybe specifically when Reuven is not killed, that has nothing to do with Loisirtzach. So again, boiling it down, the Sada haMachlokes really is the fundamental Nakuda is: Is Edom Zaymin, are they killed because of Loisirtzach, or are they being killed because of Loisana? The Sadukim see grama as something that a person will be obligated for, and therefore they're they're able to see Edom Zayimin as a punishment for Ritzicha. Whereas the Chachamim, we know the Allah is grama you're not obligated for. In which case, there's no possibility of seeing Eden Zaymin as a punishment because of Ritzikha. But why are we validating the, the shita? Oh, so yeah, 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 some we so getting there. Okay, so let's understand. This, this yesoid of whether grama is something that we're obligated for or not gets the very, very root of Yiddishkeit and the machlag is between the Chachamim and Tzadukim about what Yiddishkeit is. The Tzadukim don't believe in Tarshav Fundamentally, what that means is as follows. The Tzadukim believe that there are two domains, there are two jurisdictions. There's Shemayim, there's God's domain, there's God's place, that's, and, and, and that's where Tarshav al comes from, so they believe in that, that's divine. And then there's Earth, then there's planet Earth. Planet Earth is devoid of God's presence. This place is not saturated with Elokos, with God's presence. The human intellect has nothing to do with God's presence. And since this place is where Tarshav comes from, and this is where human intellect comes from, how in the world would you have the chutzpah, to use your own brain, Ravi Kiva, for example, to come up with and to say that this is what God wants. What, your ideas have nothing to do with Torah. Torah is divine. Torah is God's mind. And you are not God's mind. You are earthly, you are a human being. The two, the two things don't meet each other. This is a machlakis about Tereshbal Pet, but if you think about it a little bit more, by extension, this also has a major effect in terms of how a person looks at every mitzvah that you do. See, by the tzadukim, if you believe in Tereshbach for example, so then you believe in reward, you believe in Tchis amaysim, you believe in Olam Haba, you believe in that stuff. But the thing is like this. If you're a tzadukim and you, and you believe, and you, you don't believe that anything of this world is holy, then when you're shaking Luvin Eser, and you know that that results in good things. That results in Hashem shining down upon you. That's only a grama. Because what you're doing, which is Sheik Eluvin Esrik, is earthly, is mundane, is physical, is nothing. But it happens to be, since for whatever reason, God told you to Sheik Eluvin Esrik, and you obeyed. So memela, the Rebam says, Ah, oh, good boy, I'm going give, to give you a reward. But the reward and the bliss that's coming to you is not actually a result, it's not, it's not a direct result of your actions. What you're doing is nothing really to do with the reward that's coming for you, that's coming to you in Gan Eden. Hamasby, you did a good thing, and Hashem says, ah, oh, Givaldik, I'll give you this reward. Everything, every mitzvah that a Jew does in Yiddishkeit is a grama. You're not directly affecting anything. What, what are you doing? You're just a human being down here shaking uh, branches, you're just a human being attaching leather boxes to your arm, you're not doing anything. So why is it that by putting boxes on your arm, it has this unbelievable response in Shemayim? It's because God decides, it's a grama. You do one thing, Hashem sees what you did, reacts accordingly, and decides to give you something good. So the very fact that we have such a thing as schar, or the opposite of einish, prison doesn't have Veira. You're not actually doing anything that's inherently evil, you're not actually affecting anything above because you can't. You're earthly. And human beings, again, just like you don't believe in Tarshav it means that you don't believe that, that, that a human being and earthly matters have anything. They're not tied to heaven. They're not heavenly at all. They're earthly. So why is that when a person doesn't have Veira, the neshama is damaged and it goes to Ghanim? Well, only because Hashem looks at what you did and decides on his own to punish a person and to uh, put a person into, into a difficult situation. It's only a grama. And yet, you see that grama has an effect. The whole, the, whole, the whole Yiddishkeit by the Tzadukim is Gramma. That's, that's what all Yiddishkeit is. So of course the Tzadukim Lishi are going to hold that a person is responsible for gramas. Because all of Yiddishkeit is about responsibility, it's about reward and punishment, and that fundamentally is a grama. What, what, just like in this case of Adam Zeiman, the, the Edom testify. Are they doing anything? No. Just the Bezdin hears a testimony and decides to act based on the testimony. So that's exactly how Hashem relates to us. You're doing something. What are you doing? Really nothing. Hashem sees what you're doing and decides to respond in kind. So, and yet, that's the system. That's how Hashem does it. You do something, and, it, and it, the Rabbi Shalom hears it, receives it, and responds. And that's what Yiddishkeit is built on. So, grum is you're responsible for your grummas, because that's what Yiddishkeit is. But this is fundamentally because the can believe that Shemaim and Arats are not bound to each other. The Chacham disagree. This is a fundamental, a fundamental machoikas. The Chacham disagree and say, no, 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 no. That's not how the system works. There's such a thing as Tarsh Your human mind can actually produce directly the Ratz and Hashem of Tyra. Why? Because you're not a human mind. Shemaim and arts are bound to each other. The same God that's the Rabbani Shalom of heaven, He's the God of earth. And because of that, therefore we believe in Tarsh Balbe. Which means... That, that changes the entire perspective. Instead of seeing, when you do a ma'isa mitzvah, you're just doing what you do, and the Rebbeinah Shalom sees it and uh, decides to give you branding points for it. Or you do an Aveira, Hashem sees it and decides to give, you, to give you punishment for it. That's grama. You're not obligated for a grama. That's not, you, you would never have a, have a, have a shaykhis mm-hmm. to, to what's coming to you if that was the system. The answer is it's not like that. The pshat is that what? That when you shake luven Ezra, mitzvah, mitzvah. This is the mitzvah itself. The shaking of and Esrik is Elochos, and the reward in Gan is not really a separate reward. It's you being able to experience in full what you did when you shook Ulvan Esrik. This is the machalikis. This is a major point. Therefore, the whole inion of Eden Zayman is. It's, it's, it, it, it's, we cannot give any, any ground to the Siddukim in this sogia because this is fundamental to what Yiddishkeit is think about it for a second, the Mishnah says that um, I think it was Shmaya of Italian? no, Antignus Eshleche the first parakel of Yavis, it says that he received Yiddishkeit from Shimrat HaTzadik and who, I mean, he used to say don't be like a servant that serves the master in order to receive reward, rather be like a servant that serves the master not on condition to receive reward that's the Mishnah says, okay Rashi over there in Pirkei it's well known, brings down a tradition that we have from Rishonim that two students of of Antigonus Ishsoichai were Tzaduk and Baisus, the origin of Tzedukim and Baisusim. And what made them go off the derech is that statement: not to serve Hashem for reward. Uh, if I'm not so, that means if I'm not getting reward, then what am I doing this for? Why would that throw them so much? What, did, what, did, what, did, what does that? What do mean? What does it mean? Al pras not to get reward. Throughout all Chazal, we find many places where where do something and it's attributed for sechar. Uh, Maisha Rabbeinu wants to go to Eretz Yisrael, so Chazal, Chazal that Hashem says to Mysha, Mysha, why do you want to get to Eretz Yisrael to do mitzvahs and to have the sechar? So I'll give you the sechar right now. Yeah, it's for sechar. You have many places like this. Um, uh, the Gemara says that certain tanoim, certain am sorry, when they weren't able to learn, they weren't they weren't feeling they were feeling shvach, or they, they needed a break, they would Davka go past by the bais to have the schus of be makim the mitzvah of of uh, respect and Tamid chacham. They would stand up for everyone walking to the Bas medrash, and they said, "Let's do this in order that we should get schar." I, I thought you're not supposed to get pras, you're not supposed to get reward. The answer is there's a difference between the word pras. I'll tell you, kavodem hamisham shem I'm pras. He didn't say, "Antiknush eslechay." I'm anas lekabel schar. There's a difference in the word pras and schar. Pras is you did something good. Okay, let me let me take some uh, some prize out of my pocket and give it to you. Pras means something that has nothing etzem to do with what you did. Pras is grammar. Says, "Antiknush eslechay." I'll tell you, kavodem hamisham shem esarav. I'm pras. Don't keep Yiddishkeit thinking that you're doing a mitzvah and the rabbis, and what you're doing is really nothing. The Rebund is just watching from a cloud somewhere and saying, oh, good boy, you listen to me. Let, me. let me pull out some reward out of my pocket and give it to you. Don't be like that, because that doesn't exist. That's not true. That's simply not true. What is the what is what is the reward? Schar. Schar is not a word that see price is a word that 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 gives off the impression of something outside of what you did. You did something, let me get you a prize. So the little boy has a ticket, it's a winning ticket, let me go to the, the, the other room, I'll pick out a prize that, you know, that's price. That's completely untrue. What you can do, and what you should do, is do mitzvahs knowing that what you're doing is its own z'char. This is a lakos, what you're doing, sheik Mubun esret. Shemayim and arts are bound to each other, that's the aside. When, it's, when, when tzaddik and Baisas heard that statement of is Yisraelichai, because they didn't ever believe in the concept of Sechar, they had that tummeh within them, that Shemayim and arts are disconnected. And now you're telling me that the Rabbana doesn't even look at me to respond to give me something out of his pocket. So what am I left with? Mm-hmm. So This whole thing is meaningless. That, that it drove them off the derech because what was holding them on the derech was at least the fact that they'll get something as a grumma out of this. But if you're telling me there's no grumma either, uh, and you're telling me that what the, 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 all I'm doing is Sheik luvin Eserik, So shkach, I'm not interested in shaykh luvin Eserik. But this is the aside. like technician was saying, yeah, it's only a pras. But, yeah, but 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 well, you know what Sheik luvin Eserik is? It's a luchos We don't. We hold that you're not chayv for gramas So why? Am, so what type of? So why am I chayv in shemai for gramas So why do I get? Re- why am I getting uh, good responses because of what I'm doing? The answer is not grama. Does this does the, the Sheik luvin Eserik be a dain? Is, is a lakos. That itself is its own reward. That's the fundamental point. That's why even the lashing of, of Rabbi and Tabai is and Nechama, or La'i Erebe Nechama. Like, what is killing an eight zaymin, showing the tzaduk are wrong, have to do with Nechama? Nechama is also the term that we have for the ultimate reward of, of, of Mashiach of Gula. In what? Nechama, what says, always means, is nechama, the word Nechama, also connected with the word misnachim, which means to regret. Nachama means not like oh, you went through gullus; it was so hard for you. You did so many good things. Here's a boatload of schar. That's not what Nachama is. Nachama means to recognize and to see how retroactively all the difficulty you went through and all the inyanim that you were actually involved in were themselves their own reward. So that, that's what Nachama means. That's the ultimate Nechama. That's the, that's what Rashi is called the Menachem. That's what the is saying. That Arab Nechama, that like, by showing the Stukim are wrong, we're solidifying and showing what Yiddishkeit's about. This is a fundamental point. So Dafka, we have to be Heitz leaving Stukim. That's what that's what the Stukim are fighting about. It's not just about the Zayman. This is Machlekes about what life is, what Yiddishkeit's about, and how and our relationship with the Rebbeinu through Yiddishkeit. Very fundamental. So this is, dafka. why we've got to eradicate this apicarsis of the Tzdukim of thinking that there's Shemayim and there's Ares and there's us doing what we have to do. And Hashem just watches from a cloud through uh, cameras uh, to, to respond in kind. It's a, does, this is, what you, where you're standing on, Admas kaidushu. where you're standing on his holy, you're standing on his, his divine and what you're doing are divine acts. And Mimela, schar mitzvah mitzvah, not pras mitzvah mitzvah, schar mitzvah mitzvah. That's the Okay, we should be able to remember what we're doing to hold on tight.